so today starts uh, the Advent calendar, the Advent series, and so we're going to be talking over the next several weeks, living the Advent wreath. What is it that uh, this wreath represents? Today, Brother Tokes, Sister Mejebi, did a beautiful job lighting the Advent candle, and Becca, thank you for your help and your assistance, <laughs> uh, lit the candle of hope. Next week, uh, the candle represents love, and as a treat, you're actually going to hear Brother Tokes actually get up and give the sermon next week, so he's, he's going to be sharing in that. Uh, but today, we're going to talk about hope, and I'm going I'm to try to keep my message brief and, and uh, concise because I know, I know we got some little ones in here, and we're trying to give some of our crew and our staff a little bit of a breather this Sunday. Uh, if, if the little ones cry out, that's okay. It doesn't bug me. I'm, I'm a dad and a, and a granddad now. So uh, I, kids don't bother me at all. Uh, I, I can preach right along with them. Amen. So let's talk about hope, the word hope. The word hope is a very, very powerful word when it comes to thinking of it in biblical terms. Uh, now, what we have made hope to be here in the West uh, is almost almost like a wish. You know, hey, what do you hope you get for Christmas this year? Ooh, I hope I get that new bike, or I hope I get uh, that Blackstone outdoor skillet. Just saying, I'm hoping that. <laughs> been, been, uh, whew. Man, I felt the anointing on that one, Hal. I'm telling you. I'm <laughs> no, as my wife is just stoic on that. She just, she's, so keep on hoping. Uh, I'm trying to be like Brother Jesse. I'm trying to keep hope alive. You know, they say, keep hope alive. Uh, but we, we almost treat it as if it's, you know, we're cross your fingers make a wish, wish upon a star, Ooh, I hope this, I hope that, I hope this. When it comes to the biblical reference of hope, it actually means something far deeper and far more powerful. There's two words, uh, you, can, you can look at Hebrew, also in Greek. Hebrew is tikva or ha-tikva for the hope. Uh, Greek would be elpis. The basic English translation, if you kind of consolidate the basic English translation, it really means expectation. It's far more than just, Ooh, I'm rolling the dice. I hope come on seven, right? It, it really means very similar to what my mom would say, uh, you know, when I was back in school growing up and if I had a grade fall below a, a B and she'd look at the progress report, she'd say, I hope you're going to bring that up by the end of the six weeks, right? Now I knew full well that she wasn't saying, I'm crossing my fingers that you will, <laughs> and I'm wishing upon a star that you, it was more of a, I'm expecting you to get that grade up, right? Uh, so that it's powerful. So when the Jews said that they had hope in a Messiah because of the scriptures, it wasn't as if they were blowing out their birthday candle and saying, ooh, please bring the Messiah. They expected the Messiah, they didn't know when, but they expected it. It was tikva. In, in the New Testament, it would be elpis. I'm expecting some things. It's not just wishing on a star and, and fairy dust and a little magic. It's, 
I have expectations because God's word said. That's why, that's what kept them sane for so many years in and out of captivity and rebuilding a society and being conquered again. For scriptures like Genesis 49.10, the scepter will not depart from Judah nor the ruler's staff from the descendants until the coming of the one to whom it belongs, the one whom all nations will honor. They expected that to happen. Isaiah 7.14 All right, then the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the virgin will conceive. She will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. They didn't just wish for that. They expected it. They hoped. They tikvud for it. If you'll let me conjugate Hebrew incorrectly. Micah 5.2, but you, O Bethlehem Ephratah, are only a small village among all the people of Judah, yet a ruler of Israel, whose origins are in the distant past, will come from you on my behalf. These were things they expected. It was their way of saying, I have hope. If there's anything Christmas can bring about, it's a reminder that we have hope, not a ton of wishes, Not a genie in the bottle, but we have hope. We have expectations. If it's in the word of God, you can expect it in your life. You can tikva it or elpis it. So we're going to look at a few scriptures here and just start applying it, right? Let this Christmas season bring it back say, I'm all out of hope. Now, when it comes to the word of God, you don't have to be out of hope because you can have full expectation. Now, faith, you hear me quote this all the time. Hebrews 11.1, coming from the Amplified Version. Now, faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things that we elpis for, the things that we expect. It's not when you say you have faith in God, it's not saying, hey, I'm... I hope he comes through. I wish he comes through. It's, I expect my God to fully come through for me in this situation. I don't know how he's going to do it. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I have expectation. I have elpis. I have tikva. I have hope. So the things that we hope for being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. So faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. We say it all the time. Even when nothing seems to look right, when it doesn't look right, sound right, seem right, smell like, if, if you have expectation in the word of God, then your hope is in the right place. Because if it's the word of God, it's, you can take it to the bank. Psalm 918, for the needy shall not always be forgotten. Anyone here have needs? Hey, you're not going to be forgotten. And the expectation and Hope or the tikvah of the meek and the poor shall not perish forever. So, so even if you say, I'm all out of hope, it's not going to perish forever. He can get your expectation back up in the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So if you say, ah, oh, my, my hope is down, get back into the word of God. Start feeding yourself the word of God. I love, I love Psalm 33. We're going to look at 18, verse 18 and verse 22. Behold, the Lord's eye is upon upon those who fear him, which means to revere and worship him with awe, who wait for him and 
tikvahs in his mercy and loving kindness. So if you have, if you wait on the Lord and you, you have hope or tikvah, you can expect his mercy and his loving kindness. That's something you can just expect in your life. Is there anything you expect from the Lord? That means you have hope. You're hoping in the Lord. Let your mercy and loving kindness, O Lord, be upon us in proportion to our waiting and our hoping for you. If you have great expectations for the Lord, he's going to come through in a great way. I promise you that. Whatever portion you choose to wait and have hope, he's going to show up in that manner. Everyone still with me? Everyone say turkey. turkey. If y'all have some leftover turkey, let me know. Psalm 77, 14. But I will tikva continually. I will hope. I will expect continually and will praise you yet more and more. I love that. Are you in a position of your life today that you are expecting him on a continuous basis to move on your behalf, to come through for you, to make a way out of no way? I expect him to take care of me because he promised he would. I expect him to keep my family safe because he promised he would. So what about when tragedy happens? Hey, look, bad things happen. What we label is bad. You know, it's funny because the Bible talks about judge not lest you be judged by the same thing. We always think that's when we're like pointing our finger at somebody. But do you realize we... We don't even have to judge situations as good and bad. Sometimes they are what they are. And they can be difficult. But you can still have expectation and hope, even in the greatest of difficulty. I love it. David said, I'm going to continually hope. I'm not going to stop hoping. Psalm 135, I wait for the Lord. I expectantly wait. And in his word do I tikva, do I hope. What he's saying is, in his word, I expect some things. I expect some things from his word. If, if, you're, if you promised it to me, God, you are not a liar, and you can't lie. It's not so much that you don't lie, you can't lie, because you're God. Anything you say happens. If God calls a dog a cat, it becomes a cat, because he's God, so he can't lie. And if his word says it, you can expect or you can hope in it. Romans 5 and 5, I love this. Such hope or such elpis never disappoints or deludes or shames us. To expect the word of God to take place in your life, to have expectations for the Lord, it'll never delude you, it will never shame you. For God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. If you're a believer in Christ and you have the Holy Spirit, then you've got a coach living inside of you that can remind you. If you've given up hope today, don't give up expectation. Let the Holy Spirit rekindle the expectation of the Word of God coming alive and being fulfilled in your life. And every promise that he has spoken over you and your family, I'm telling you, have great hope for 2023. Because God is going to move in an amazing way in your life. And fulfill his word and fulfill some promises in your life and in your family. If you can just have some hope. This Christmas, if you need to, get a hold of hope. Tikva, Elpis. It's expectation. Great expectations. 
Jeremiah 29, 11, we all know this one. For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you. So God's got some thoughts and plans for you, doesn't he? Says the Lord, thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil, but to give you tikva and your final outcome. To give you some expectation. When you, when you have a final outcome, you can expect welfare and peace, non-evil, to be a part of your life. Those are God's plans for you. Plans to prosper you, one translation says. Not to harm you. And plans to give you some hope, some expectations. Amen. How about you guys? Hey, that's encouraging to me. That's encouraging to me. I need some expectations to be fulfilled in my life. And and I assure you, God's going to do it. I trust him that much. Amen. So let's all stand. I promised I was going to keep it brief for you today. Keep it brief. Oh, man, hold up. Is my, is my, is my tablet correct? Woo! Glory to God. Y'all going to beat the Baptist to the buffet today. Man. <laughs> and all you Baptists in the house, you're going to beat your, your brethren to the buffet today. Man. They're going <laughs> to... They're going to... I'm going to... Y'all don't tell anyone they're going to revoke my Pentecostal license. <laughs> Being finished this early. Amen. It's good to be back in the house of God. It's good to be amongst family again. And we're going to, we're going to celebrate and praise God one more time in song. Uh, Ryan's going to lead us in praise and worship. Uh, I, I do want to say this real quick. Um, uh, and and it's, a, it's a shameless plug. I'm wearing some swag today given to me by, by Chase, Jason Lane. And uh, Jason is a, is a writer, director, producer in uh, film and cinematography and has produced a six-episode uh, Christian series called Guardians that will debut on Pure Flix in January. If, uh, if you're not sure what Pure Flix is, it's like the Christian version of Netflix. Okay? And they're trying to expand. They're trying to not just have Hallmark-type movies out there. Right? They, they want to have some action, adventure. And uh, 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 some of us were honored to, to get a sneak preview. And man, did a great job. Him and, and all of his, his, uh, his cast. So, so be praying about, even if you kind of do the, the one-week sample, right? You know, like, I don't want to subscribe to Pure Flick. Oh, you don't have to. Sign up for the freebie. Right? They give you a few days free trial period and watch the show come January and leave a bunch of good reviews. And uh, let's support our brother. Uh, but not only that, support a lot of wonderful men and women who are trying to make some godly movies uh, in a very creative way. Amen. Uh, if you want to see some more of his work, go to Amazon Prime. Those of you have Amazon Prime, he's got, he's got a series called Breakers on that. So go, go look that up. Amen. Uh, promoting that because we need to promote each other. Promote, promote our businesses, promote our talents, and uh, let the kingdom thrive. Amen. Let's all pray together before we sing one more time. Lord, we thank you for hope. We have some great expectations. I have some great expectations and hope, some tikva and elpis for what you're doing in, uh, in Jason's life, in the life of his family, in the life of uh, his uh, creativity and his career. Lord, just uh, you guide this project accordingly. 
And for everyone else who has needs represented here, Lord, we turn them over to you. We cast all our cares on you because you care for us. Lord, thank you. Help us to walk in your spirit this Advent season to celebrate the birth of love, the birth of freedom, the birth of of reconciliation through Christ Jesus. Anoint us this week, Lord, to be your church and to shine you to everyone we meet. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.